0: Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Folks, how many times have we heard that verse and never stopped to think about what it's really saying? Everybody knows this verse. In an episode of Sanford and Son, after coming home from a vacation, Fred's son, Lamont, noticed that his father had stolen several things from the motel that they were staying in. Towels, ashtrays, several bars of soap, shampoo. And to top it all off, he stole a Bible he stole the Bible that was in the motel room. And Lamont said to him, Pop, doesn't it say in that Bible, Thou shalt not steal? And Fred says, Well, yeah, but it also says the meek shall inherit the earth. And Lamont says, So? And Fred says, Well, I figure we got to start somewhere. You know, I mean, it makes a pretty good point. Jesus made the statement 2,000 years ago, When have you ever seen the meek inherit the earth? Never. The meek get trampled on, driven over, ignored, and left behind. It's the strong, the loud, the influential, and the powerful who run things. So what did Jesus mean when he said, The meek shall inherit the earth? Well, first of all, who are the meek? What does Jesus mean when he uses the word meek? When we hear that word, we think of Tweety Bird. But that phrase, the meek shall inherit the earth, is also found in Psalm 37, verse 11. And the first ten verses of that psalm that lead up to that famous verse is the Holy Spirit's explanation of what it means to be meek. So let's get over there real quick and take a look at it so you'll get just an idea of what it really means to be meek. It says, Do not fret because of evildoers, nor be envious of the workers of iniquity. For they shall soon be cut down like the grass and wither as the green herb. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord, for he shall give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. He shall bring forth your righteousness as the light and your justice as the noonday. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret because of him who prospers in his way, because of the man who brings wicked schemes to pass. Cease from anger. And forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. For evildoers shall be cut off. But those who wait on the Lord, they shall inherit the earth. For yet a little while, and the wicked shall be no more. Indeed, you will look carefully for his place, but it shall be no more. The meek shall inherit the earth, and shall delight themselves in the abundance of peace. That's the first half of Psalm 37. That's what it means to be meek. But reading that, you'll notice this isn't like reading one of the Proverbs where it lays out good sense. Hey, if you do this, then that will happen. If you do that, then this will happen. A man who does this will get this in return. That's not what this is. This isn't a proverb of wisdom or cause and effect. This is talking about something that will happen when God takes over the earth. The wicked shall be no more, it says. Whether you're meek or not is irrelevant. One day, the wicked shall be no more. Period. Indeed, you will look carefully to find their place, but it shall be no more. Who's going to be left standing to inherit what the wicked leave behind? The meek shall inherit the earth. Something else. Notice the theme throughout this whole Psalm. Notice it's not talking about heaven. It's talking about the planet earth. As Christians, we tend to look forward to getting out of here so we can live in heaven where everything is under God's direct rule and things are exactly the way they're supposed to be. We look forward to that. And that's a good thing to look forward to, but we forget all of the verses that talk about God setting things right on the earth. Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. How many times have we heard this verse and never stopped to think about what it's really saying? Will the meek really inherit the earth? The literal earth? Or is this just a figure of speech? Look at these words very carefully, folks. The word inherit is used. It's talking of inheritance. And that inheritance being what? The planet Earth. Why does it use the word inherit? You could say it's being inherited from those who lost the Earth because God took it back, but don't make assumptions. What does the Bible say it means? The Bible is its own best commentary. You ever have a question about a verse in the Bible? Just keep reading the Bible because the answer to that question is somewhere in there. What does this mean? Inherit. Romans chapter 8 verse 17. The first part of that chapter talks about us being adopted into God's family. Becoming adopted sons of God. That means we're adopted into a royal family. That's a big deal. And when it gets to verse 17. Romans chapter 8 verse 17. It says if we are his children. Then we are his heirs also. Heirs of God and joint heirs of Christ. Now, before we finish that verse, let's break this down. Heirs of God, meaning the Father, and joint heirs of Christ, meaning the Son. Those are two kings, folks. The Father's throne is in heaven. That's called the kingdom of God. That's heaven. The Son's throne will be on the earth, and it's called the kingdom of heaven. And what Paul is saying in the book of Romans is since we've been adopted into a royal family, we are heirs of the Father, but also joint heirs with Christ, who is prophesied to set up his own kingdom over the planet Earth, ruling from David's throne. We're joint heirs of that king. But concerning that inheritance, there is a condition. Read the rest of Romans chapter 8, verse 17. It says, we're heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if, if we suffer with him so that we may also be glorified together with him. Does that mean we can lose our salvation? No. If you're adopted into God's family, you're permanently a member of that family. It doesn't say anything about losing our adoption. That's why the Bible uses the phrase, being reborn. Well, you can't become unborn from a family once you're born into it. So your position in that family is secure. But you can lose your inheritance. All throughout the Bible are examples of that. The prodigal son who left and squandered away his inheritance, remember that one? He lost his inheritance, but he never lost his sonship. At no time did he ever cease from being the man's son. So if we're born into this royal family by the Holy Spirit, and we're adopted sons and daughters of God, our positions are very well secure, folks. And there's a whole lot waiting for us in heaven that are unconditional gifts of God's love. One of which Jesus will bring up later on in the gospel. He'll say that when he leaves the earth to go to the Father, one of the things that he will do in heaven while he's there is to prepare a place for us. We hear that quoted at funerals. That's an unconditional promise to those who have been adopted into the family of God. But there are other promises that are not unconditional. They are conditional Some of those promises fall under the category of rewards. In other words, if you do this while you're here, then you'll receive a reward. If you don't do this, then you won't receive the reward. You still get into heaven, but you won't get whatever reward it is that particular promise is talking about. The other set of conditional promises fall under the category of inheritance. As sons and daughters of God, both the Father and joint heirs with Christ, we have an inheritance waiting for us in those future kingdoms. But between now and when we get there, we can lose that inheritance. Now, we won't lose our salvation, but we can lose our inheritance. So how do we keep our inheritance? Paul told us one of the ways we keep our inheritance in his letter to the Romans, by suffering with Jesus so that we may also be glorified with him. That's why Jesus tells us here, The meek shall inherit the earth. The meek know that kingdom is coming. The pleasure of the meek is in their relationship with the Lord. Their trust is in Him, not themselves. Their rest is in Him, not themselves, because everything they are is put into His care. They fret for nothing, not even the wicked who go about their way causing wicked schemes to pass, because they know the wicked's days are numbered. One day the wicked shall be no more, and the meek shall inherit the earth.